Yo, what's up? This is Black Loud Proud, and this is Straight Yak, No Motherfucking Chaser. Actually, it's Straight Water, because I'm currently on a fucking detox, and I'm losing my mind. Help. Help me. Actually, someone please call 911. That's, that's what my head is on right now. But anyway, 2019, almost 2020. We just entered the last quarter. It's on, bitches. new equipment i'm doing new shit that might have been a little bit loud but bear with me because listen technical i mean the more technology the more technology come across the more technology didn't fit in there like i wanted the more tech that we come across the more tech that we more problems listen (laughs) life is a gamble oh baby whether you win or lose, life, life is a gamble. I just, I just sat down because I, I just wanted to talk to you. I ain't talked to you in a minute. And I wanted to talk to you about life. Man. <laughs> Where's straight yak at? People always ask me that. And I'm just looking at them like, you don't even know the half. Like, I don't even know how I'm holding it together, smiling and talking to you right now. And I mean, that's not from a um a dark place, but more so of a like I'm all over the place place. Like I've I've had some good days. I've had some bills to climb. <laughs> It ain't really been heels. It's been bills to climb. It's all if it ain't one thing, it's another life. Man, let me tell you. What is it? October. Halloween is upon us. Not that I give a fuck. I think I'm going to go to Hallelujah Night this year. But anyway, it's October. I'm back like cook fucking crack. Anybody watch? You watch Snowfall? Man, I watched that shit in like three weeks, and I'm sitting up here every week trying to watch Power. Like, what the fuck is this? Franklin would never do this shit. Gosh, man, man, what the fuck? Who wrote Power this season? Tariq probably wrote it. Whatever his name in real life, that nigga probably wrote this last Final Fantasy disastrous piece of shit. But anyway... In June, my car got towed, Lord. Was it June or was it May? I don't even know the days anymore. Right before I moved from the ghetto to the east side in a deluxe apartment almost to the sky. I'm on the fourth floor, so I ain't in the sky, but I got a nice little view. I'm I'm just looking out of the window, watching the asphalt. Yeah, and, um, but nah, 
man, life is a funny thing. Right before I moved from the ghetto, I'm talking about y'all, right before I moved, my car got towed. <laughs> if I wasn't able to secure, secure a small loan, Navy Federal could have came and got that fucking car. I'ma just be I'ma just be Frank. I don't know who the fuck Frank is, but just being Frank, they could have came and picked that bitch up because I think I had to pay like I paid like fifteen, sixteen hundred, like between tickets and like paying the actual tow place. And you know, they charge you fifty, seventy five hundred, however many, you know, like however much per day if you don't come get your shit. So it's like how was I supposed to pay that plus the rise in 50, 75, whatever the fucking fee is per day. And my car is how I make the, not the lion's share, but like that's how I supplement, you know what I'm saying, my my part-time library income. And it's like, damn, bro, if I couldn't, (laughs) if I hadn't got my car when I got it, Lord, (laughs) they could have just came and picked that shit up. And then it's like you move and then you're trying to settle in. It's like, Matter of fact, I'm sitting in front of a box right now. What the fuck is in this box? What's in the box? Oh, some shit from Cargo. If you're listening to this right now, go to cargo.menu. Enter my box number, 19061. Again, that's cargo, C-A-R-G-O dot menu. Enter my box number, 19061. And order all the free shit in there. Um, help, help, help a nigga out with on their sales and commission or whatever the fuck. I, I need help, help, help. I've been begging for help for the last five minutes. Y'all help me, help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Anyway, so yeah, man, life, life just be happening. It's like you're moving, you're trying to unpack. Then you're trying to get back on top from, you know, the blow, and then this happened, and then that happened. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. And speaking of which, I got a, I got new equipment. And y'all already know that I'm pretty good with technology and, you know, all of this shit. But this new piece of shit that I got, it simplified a lot, but it increased a lot. I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'm recording, boom, you know. And I went through this whole process. I I got a new MacBook. <laughs> ask, ask me how I'll inbox you. <laughs> Don't you hate when niggas do that online when you ask them some shit and they be like, inbox me. No, tell me right here, bitch. Why did you even bring it up if you weren't going to tell me right here? I Like last week I saw, I read an essay about how the sister needed help and this, that, and the third. And, I mean, I had my own thoughts about the essay that I read, but also I'm black like that and I, I'm empathetic like that. So I was reading it like, yeah, as soon as I get some money, I'm going to donate it to the sister, you know, whatever. And they was asking for clothes for her kids and all of this shit. And I'm also wondering, sis, what's up with your decision-making skills? Where's your support system? Um, But, I mean, you know, life, life, life. <laughs> life is a funny that's that's part of my new toy but literally if i can grab clips out of the air and reply to people on a daily basis that would literally be one of my 
air grab clips that I can just play out loud in response to people. Like, literally. Like, people, you know, damn, we've been waiting on your ass. <laughs> life is a funny thing, girl. <laughs> the way my life is set up, nigga. You, you better be lucky I'm here. But, nah, so I'm reading the damn post, the essay. See, I'm on track. Follow me here. I'm reading the post in the essay, and I'm in like people asking, "Oh, what size clothes?" or "What's the cash app?" And the sister that posted it, I mean, God bless her, but I'm in my mind, I'm like, "Why the fuck you keep responding to everybody saying inbox me?" Like, do you think revealing the size of the clothes that the kids need is going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, blow the anatomy of the sister who needs help. I don't, I mean, I could, man, that shit pissed me off. I mean, I'm talking about 32 motherfucking people responded in no time and was like, oh, what's this? And she literally responded back to everyone, inboxed me. And every time I see somebody respond to someone in a post and say, inbox me, I literally die, just die, die, just die, just die, like, die, just die. I'm not inboxing you. The fuck? Inbox these nuts, man. But <laughs> Life is a funny motherfucking thing, y'all. It's a funny thing. And things happen. And, you know, I read memes all day. Um, and some people going to beat my ass because... You know, black folks, you can't tell them how to parent, what to do with their kids. If you ain't got no kids, don't open your motherfucking mouth. Well, I've had a lot of kids through other people's kids over the years and through observation in my own personal experiences with children, <laughs> teaching, reaching, babysitting, watching. Um, I got a few things to say, you know what I'm saying? Parenting. Damn. This detox got me fucked up, y'all, because I, I forgot why I was even about to get on this whole parenting spiel. Um, damn, it don't even matter. I'll come back if I think about that shit. If not, fuck it. I mean, two tears in a bucket, fuck it, right? Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, man, people, you you can't tell people how to raise their kids or do none of that shit. And I, I'm not going to tell you directly, but I'm still going to make my personal assessment. And depending on who you are, I may just chime in. And if you don't like it, lump it. <laughs> That's what my mama always said. You don't like it, lump it. Oh, I said this shit about parenting because, you know, I read all of these memes and I store them in my arsenal, you know, like the, at least the purposeful ones or the interesting ones or the funny ones. And one of the ones that I thought was funny, but it still fucking applies to like real life is like um, something about uh, it's hard trying to parent the you out of your child or some shit like that. Right. And so it's 2019, you know millennials generation y x whatever the fuck we are because see i personally i don't give a fuck what nobody say i don't identify with being a millennial i don't like chris brown i don't like being fake and pretentious i don't follow trends i'm not on black twitter and can i just take the moment and y'all pray for me that i remembered what I was fucking saying before I go into this small mini tangent. Can I just say black Twitter makes my ass itch? 
he literally make my ass itch. And for some reason, people really think that black Twitter has like some strong influence in the world. Yes, cultural, absolutely. But like political, mm, not really. I mean, maybe some things have happened to transpire, but like really at the root of the shit, all of the shit is still the motherfucking same. But you can't tell black Twitter that. And if you're on black Twitter, listen, I love you. I don't give a fuck. I said what I motherfucking said. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Round up all them black Twitter motherfuckers and 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 and, and, and roll up on me. I'll 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 use these hands and <laughs> Nah. I'm trying to detox. I can't fight. I'll fall right the fuck over. But um yeah, black Twitter makes my ass itch. I just wanted to put that out there. And when I say that, I ain't just talking about black people on Twitter, but I'm talking about like a social group of people who adhere to the same things and roll in the same circles and follow the same, you know, like black Twitter leaders and shit and actually believe what they say. Like at this point, because I love you, I'm going to take this moment right here. If you are black and you are following the drinking gourd to the North star that, uh, what's that motherfucking name? Uh, Talcum, uh, King, uh, Talcum X. (laughs) whatever they call that nigga uh is he a nigga that's the question um and i'm gonna remember why i got off on this whole tangent about black twitter but i because i love you i just want to stop right here and tell you if you following sean king readjust move around one we're not even sure this motherfucker is black and to be honest the way that he's responded makes me think that he's not black because you you ask a real nigga if they black Come on now. Come come on now. Come on now. Come come on now. You guys a real nigga if they black. You already know. What's up? You can open the door. You guys a real nigga if they black. I think their reaction going to be a little bit different. And I think their wife going to respond a little bit different. And I mean, there's no question to the fact that I guess his wife, wife is black or not. I don't know. I ain't seen the bit. I'm... I haven't seen the queen in a lineup, okay? So I don't know. But anyway, I don't think that nigga is really, I think he, like many people, flip for money. And so now it's like money and clout and like all the things that stroke your ego along the way. And so it's like people think this, I mean, like you got to be ego-driven if you name your paper the North Star or whatever after Frederick Douglass. Nigga, you are not Frederick motherfucking Douglass. Did he name it that because he think he a mulatto too? I don't know. Questions that need motherfucking answers that I really don't even care about the answers to. But, man, that Sean King shit dropped that shit, man. Like, Like that, I say this on Facebook here and there. Like, I feel like, once every other quarter um the black middle class like people (laughs) people the black educated social media middle class folks those aren't the people that are going to bring about liberation and real change why because they don't want to really disrupt things going on in their life they they're not really ready to make the sacrifices and nine times out of ten if you listening to this you might as well be fucking offended because i'm talking about you and i'm talking at well not me um because i'll give it all up i don't give a fuck i'll i'll thug it out in the mud but 
most people don't want to give up the things that they have. Um, they don't want to. They don't want to end nice things to you know. The, I'm, like, cause real freedom and liberation looks like look. It, it ain't cute. It ain't pretty. It won't be nice. It won't be neat. It'll be real nasty, and there will be mad sacrifice. Anytime there has been a win in this world, um, whether it was our L or our W, nine times out of nine, <laughs> there was a war. You understand what I'm saying? And, like, we're at war right now. People don't even know it. Um, but I digress. Sean King and all of them niggas, they... Well, he's not a nigga. And why do we keep letting white people penetrate our fucking fields and identify as black? Like, look at this bitch Rachel Doze out. Like, come on, come on, dog. Like, you had to know when she was up in your NAACP meeting and whatever weird part of the fucking country that she wasn't black. Like, nobody said, oh, nah. Like, y'all ain't have a potluck and she brung some shit and was like, oh, hell nah. I knew she would, like, come on, dog. They, how you not? Rachel Dozal, my nigga, I can see how maybe y'all think it's Sean King. Because sometimes if white people have a little base or they carry themselves like a little different way or they might have a little bit of swag, and like if they don't come off as like axe murderer and they got a real low cut and they got a little tint to them, because, you know, some white people got a little tint, you know, and I guess that's why they be on that shit, tall, dark, and handsome. It's that little tent that he's talking about. Man, Sean King, a tall, short, and handsome white man, more than likely. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Back to motherfucking parenting, right? So parenting and these memes that I see and these things that I see and these different themes that come up. Um, it's 20. It's going to be 20 motherfucking 20. We've been enter a whole new decade. And, like, millennials and you know people born you know 1980 on up are parenting well first of all there's so many different variables that pour into what I'm about to say but like black folks that have self-educated themselves or um who are a little bit educated sometimes miseducated um are parenting in a different way. You know what I'm saying? The internet, the age of information, the way we share and bounce back shit. And, you know, now the thing is you can't whoop your kids, can't beat your kids, can't spank your kids because that is, um, I don't know what they said. I didn't even keep that in my head because, yeah. Uh, I Like, I don't believe in violence against children. I do believe in a little bit of fear. And you may not, but that shit works. Because here I am on the cusp of 33 years old, and there's a lot of shit that I refuse to do because of fear. I think my mama going to fall out the sky on my ass. And I I think that type of relationship with your mama is important. Oh, they, with your parents is important in general because it's a, it's a deterrent. You know how much shit I would be out here doing? I would be out here selling dope back in 1986, bought a Cadillac. I literally probably would be selling drugs if I didn't have a fear that my mama would fall out the sky on my ass see you watch you watch snowfall i asked you i asked you that you see how franklin was doing i would have never did no shit like that because the moment i try to put the, the the dope in the little thing in the room and the little uh 
tape recorder, the tape deck, whatever the fuck that shit was. The moment I tried to do that shit, man, my mama would have fell out the sky on my ass. Or I thought she would have, so I wouldn't have. <laughs> I don't have sex in public because I, because one, my mama probably not going to fall out the sky. But, like, if something else happens and, like, I got arrested or some shit and, like, I had, like, I had to somehow or somebody found out and told my mama, I would fucking die. I would, I literally. <laughs> I would fucking die, okay? Certain things, like, nah, ma. I don't even want my mama to see me as a sexual being, okay? Ma, I'm a virgin. I don't know what she think. <laughs> Does my mama think I'm in? Nah, probably not, because if I, if I tell my mama I'm pregnant, she'd be like, bitch, please. Um... <laughs> I'm a really good person. I'm a good girl, and I'm saving all of my love for until after my mama gone, okay? But, nah, like, parenting, we're doing that shit in a new way. And so speaking of parenting and parenting in a different way, one of the things that I really want us to bring to the forefront and into conversation is, like, raising our children with coping skills, right? Because... I, I see a lot of people, my sisters, we were in the Black Queen Collective uh, the night, burning the midnight wall, I feel like, and talking about um, anxiety and depression and how, it's, how it seems to be so prevalent in our society. But, I mean, one of the, I think there's so many nuances in that. One, we follow the people, we follow the same people, we see the same posts from the same people, you know what I'm saying, all day, every day. Nine times out of ten, if you're listening to this, you have a similar social circle. So people are comfortable in our circle. Like, I was talking to a friend um, who, like, loved Charlemagne, but more specifically, like, his books, which I think are trash. If you disagree, that's fine. Um, your blues and bookshelf is probably not like mine. And that's fine, because if you're reading shit, that's all that fucking matters for real. Like, reading is fucking fundamental. It don't matter if you're reading Zane or fucking Zora or Hurston. Everybody need to be reading. Hand, all hands on motherfucking deck. Read whatever you can, however you can, whatever the fuck you like to read. Just do it. But, um, yeah, man, like, straight up, uh, I lost my motherfucking, I lost the whole thought. But... Yeah, parenting. Oh, Charlemagne, that nigga. That's why I lost it. I don't give a fuck about him. I can't even hold too many thoughts in my head about that nigga. I have no thoughts other than the fuck and his books, the fuck. But my homegirl's like, he wrote a book about mental health or and it's so, like, helpful and all of this shit. But I'm like, sis, you've been in therapy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go to therapy. You believe in that shit. You promote that shit. Like, you have your child in therapy. Like, that's all great and fucking grand. Like, yes, bitch. Fuck up therapy. Get your child therapized. I don't really know how I would turn it into another word besides therapized. But get your child seen by the therapist. Um, All of that is great and that's grand. But words, advice, lessons from Charlemagne, I'll pass. Tag me out. But she was going on and on about how, you know, this is such a great contribution. And I was like, listen, 
Nine times out of ten, the people that are like nine times out of nine, the people that are picking up this book and are actually listening to Charlemagne or give a damn or have the time to give a damn, because time to give a damn is a fucking privilege, okay? <laughs> like literally, time to give a damn is a privilege. Like maybe you right now might be listening to this shit at work. You know how many people in this in this world can't listen to some shit at work because I mean they job won't allow. They can't, like, you can't be at Burger King, and this is no shade to anybody that work at Burger King. I'm just saying, you can't be at Burger King listening to a full-out podcast. Like, motherfuckers is asking you shit, you being involved. Like, you can't listen for real. Time is a fucking privilege. You got a bunch of kids, you ain't got time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't listen to straight yak in the car with your motherfucking kids. I mean, you could. I probably would. Listen, the time and the place for everything, stay in the child's place. Mama right now is listening to straight motherfucking yak, no chaser, period. But that's just me. Everybody don't believe in parenting like I do. <laughs> and I know somebody right now is like, this bitch ain't got no kids. That's what you're saying until you have kids. Nah, I'm going to do a whole website and, like, chronicleize my life because all the things that I that I believe now, I'm, I'm going to carry into I'm gonna carry into motherhood. I am. I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. And I know there's no handbook and there's no right way and you think everything is going to go this way, but there's some fun, fundamental things that is just going into motherhood with me, period, period. Um, stay in a child's place. I wish I would have stayed in a child's place because then I wouldn't be sitting up here having some bills to climb. I would just be being a child and I was doing whatever. Like, man, I had a, a glorious childhood. I should call my mama right now. I would pick up the phone and call her right now, but sometimes my mama, she, sometimes she's not in the mood. I ain't going to embarrass myself in front of y'all like that. But, nah, seriously, no bullshit. Charlemagne's book, girl, no. And, and nine times out of ten, the people that are reading that don't really need to be encouraged to, you know, seek mental health or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They already believe in that shit. And... If they haven't got around to it, it's probably because time is a motherfucking privilege. Also, money is a damn privilege. Like, I know many people, myself, at times as well, like, I ain't got insurance or I got insurance, but I ain't really got time off of work to go to the motherfucking doctor doing, like, therapist hours. Um, And then finding a therapist. Like, that shit is not easy at all. Like, people are like, ah, just go to therapy. Oh, just call the crisis hotline. First of all, don't ever call the fucking crisis hotline. Please. Find yourself a circle of brothers, sisters, them, there, somebody to fucking help you because those Christ, Lord, lean on somebody else besides them fucking people that do that. And I know people do that. Well-meaning people be on them damn lines, but I, I y'all listen to the episode where I talked about how I got in, how I ended up on a thirty-six hour psycho. That shit was first of all. <laughs> that shit was worse than the time I went to jail. Okay, that shit was jail. Um, and a fucking tragedy because I didn't have any health insurance and like, I don't even, I have to bring somebody else on this motherfucker who's a professional to talk about it, but like what cultural incompetence, incompetencies, I don't fucking know. But listen, having these motherfuckers are going by the book and the book, I don't even know if that shit work on white people and I don't have the time or the privilege to fucking care, but Suicide hotline, no, find somebody, call somebody, anybody, a friend, Lord Jesus. Anyway, but if you if you must, I trust you know that you need to do that. But 
nah uh finding a therapist that shit is hard man like it's super hard because not all black you know what i'm saying all skin folks ain't kin folks not all people know how to relate and just because you're black don't mean you understand my type of black because there's all type of blacks you know what i'm saying like if you grew up jack and jill you don't understand you know what i'm saying somebody that grew up in in the jets with a crackhead as much you know like you just don't um you can live life and experience and have access to those type of people and gain a better understanding. But mm, sometimes you end up with those people and they're just sitting there judging you like fucking white people would. They don't know no better. But it's a really hard, tough pro- process that people try to make simple. But back to that whole parenting thing, um, what we need to push forward in the conversation is like coping skills and mechanisms, right? Because, I mean, in 32 years of living and suffering, you know what I'm saying, as a early, probably preteen to, like, shit, when the last time I, like, faded and did some weird, wild, and wanted to or tried to kill myself shit, probably when I was, like, 25, 26, so when I'm, like, six, almost seven years out of the dark ages, my God, was, like, 23, 24, 25, Maybe 26, really dark for you? It was dark as fuck for me. Oh, God. Who those dark times? Pixie Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, 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 The ghetto. Funky, funky ghetto. Mm. Funky, funky. That's what he was talking about, the dark ages of my life when he said it. Funky, funky. The ghetto. Ooh, that was a good old time. But no, nah, when I was when I was in that front, and I, <laughs> perfect example, I didn't have any insurance. I was losing my motherfucking mind. Um, this was right before I entered my second year of my master's program, I think, and a bunch of crazy shit. After that psycho shit, I was like, "Ooh, I'm trying to get on top of this." But again, I didn't have insurance. And if if you from Chicago, you in Chicago right now. And if you've seen someone or, or may have experienced mental health problems in that city, oh, God, what a travesty. Jesus Christ. Even if you have insurance, that shit is a travesty. And when you don't, it's even worse because they've cut so many mental health programs. And I can go on and on and on and on and on about fucked up politics and crazy shit in the city of Chicago. But it's like home. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's... Pizza overflowings, a little Italian fiesta right now. <laughs> I'm on this. I'm on this motherfucking detox, y'all. I woke up this morning like, and it's not even my birthday. But nah, mental health services, finding a therapist, that shit is hard. That shit is is not easy. You got like all therapists aren't created equal, and like just showing up at a therapy session is not going to do it. You have to find someone that you connect with and that connects with you and that can give you therapy in the way that you need it. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a woman, sis, please don't go sit up underneath no man. I don't even care if it's a black man to tell you anything about the way that you are experiencing the world. Um, And that's no shade to black men, but. Um, yeah, find your sister, 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 and I encourage brothers like the same way because the way that you experience the world, the world as a man, I feel like a, a black competent therapist is who's gonna better suit you and fit you or whatever. However, whatever. But um, 
living this here life and going through those dark ages in those times suicide suicidal thoughts and depression and like you know whatever else um i realized that <laughs> life just keeps on happening you know what i'm saying and like whether you struggle with those things or not life just keeps happening if it ain't one thing it's another boy frankie beverly them knew what the fuck they was talking about when they said that shit like if it ain't one thing, it's another. Man, they was, ooh, they was spot on. My God, they was spot on. Because <laughs> cause that's literally life. And so when you got shit happening to you, one thing after another, you know what I'm saying? Like rent, <laughs> light bill, gas bill, cable bill, or Wi-Fi bill, uh bills 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 can you pay my bi- if you can't pay my bills you can call me and or text me at 202-888-4925 help help but anyway life keep coming if it ain't bills it's you know um shit with friends and family riffs runs i mean you name car problems life just be keep ha- unexpected pregnancy or if you got kids man kids I like literally how the fuck like and and see this goes back to how you can't tell me shit about i ain't a parent so i don't know how the fuck oh god if you're a parent if you're a parent and an active parent lord god thank you number one two a moment of silence i'm praying for you parents because I feel like I don't give a fuck if it's a, if the child is zero or like twenty three. You need like at least they was on TV when I was a kid talking about all you need is uh four cents a day to feed. How how you feeding somebody off of four cents? I feel like on on a low end average, a kid will cost you. And this is outside of bills and regular shit. A kid will cost you at least seventeen dollars a day. Kids are expensive. My God, like it's always something with them motherfuckers. They sick. They wearing these. They wearing the fuck out of them clothes you bought them today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, and then Monday morning comes and they wore that shit last. Tuesday before last, and then that one Monday morning come, and you try to put them pants on that little motherfucker, and they don't fit. My God, that's the ghetto. Do I really want children? Ooh, I understand. I understand. I ain't a parent, but God, my my Lord, have mercy. I understand. So it's like there's literally one thing after the other in life, and the best thing that we all could have had as children and that we should really pour into our children is coping skills. So, you know, like I said, anxiety, depression, all of those things seem more prevalent. No, people are talking about them. People have words to describe their feelings that they've been feeling, the shit that they've been going through now. Good old YouTube. (laughs) Good old Facebook. Good old IG. We log on to them apps and, you know, figure shit out step by step day by day but you know what i'm saying like literally it's always some shit and we're figuring this out but
But how do we take these lessons, these coping skills? Because literally that's how you get through life, coping skills. Like my life would still be dark if I didn't have coping skills. My life would be dark as fuck right now if I didn't have coping skills. And like some people's coping skills is, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to just keep pushing through. Well, one day what happens when you can't just push through? When that one thing happens that's, you know what I'm saying, that just like the straw that's going to break your back. Then what? You need an arsenal of coping skills to get through that. And, like, I feel like a lot of folks who suffer, um, whether it be seasonal or sometime, or, you know, triggered by life events or, you know, certain stuff like that, um, I just really think that we need those skills in place. We need to know how to, you know what I'm saying? And, and the number one tool that you got to have is a support system. And I know sometimes it's hard, you know what I'm saying, to find a solid core of people that you can lean on. And not just, I mean, shit, sometimes you need, hey, let me borrow 75 to the fifth, you know what I'm talking about? But people that can support you emotionally, you know what I'm saying? Like at minimum, you know, emotionally, because shit, everybody got bills. People be asking for money, and I be like, now what the fuck is going on here? I'm broke, you broke, we all motherfucking broke. I don't know anybody broke. You listening to this and you not broke? God bless. You probably broke, you just don't even fucking know it. <laughs> you probably like two little emergencies away from broke. Um, And that takes me to another topic that I want to discuss. <laughs> emergencies and just two steps away from broke and flat broke down and destitute like i mean anyway um <laughs> we need to give our kids so many different skills you know financial literacy in the way that we did not have it um it's it's finna be 2020 going into you know what i'm saying this next decade stepping further on into this here uh what's this 21st century it's 21st right yeah 21st century like you got to have a little bit of Booker and a little bit of Dubois at the same time. Like, you got to have, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of education, whether that be self-taught or whether, you know what I'm saying, community college or a, a training program or college. And that's some tricky shit, man. Fuck Sally Mae, Navy. Somebody, you know what? I'm going to invite somebody on that can break down the devil that is Sally Mae. How the fuck you just flip your name out of some bullshit and still be trying to hold me to some bullshit? Fuck you, Naviant, Sally Mae. Is that even how you say it, Naviant? Because they don't need no fucking commercials. How do we get those loans and they ain't even have a fucking commercial? We ain't even heard them. <laughs> and you know we don't answer the phone when they call. I guess maybe they say it on the voicemail, but they ain't even got my fucking number no more. I got listen. I don't give bill collectors my number, dog. Like, fuck up out of here. And if you're a bill collector and you listening to this, do not update my damn information with that number I just gave out asking for help. Because, one, I put that out because I thought this was a safe space and I asked for help. But coping skills, we need those. Um, there's a lot of shit that we need to teach this new generation and these kids that are, you know what I'm saying, that we're bringing forth. Um like I said, financial literacy, 
motherfuckers need an education and a skill, okay? My mama told me that shit, and my, my goofy ass, here I am. My mama told me, you better shop. I should have fucking shopped. My mama was like, you need a skill or something. You need to be able to do something. And I was like, skill? I'm about to go to, I'm about to, go to Howard. Howard, 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 you, the real H-U. And if you went to Hampton, please don't be discouraged. It's still not too late to get your graduate degree from, uh, from Howard and join us in our greatness. And if you didn't go to college, man, look at you. Fuck the fuck these goofy ass bills and I t- yeah, and I really mean that cuz I you asked me how much money I done gave them motherfuckers that I owe back. I asked me how much money I owe and asked me how money much money I paid towards it. Somebody right now is listening to this like, "Ooh, I know your credit." <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. And I'm working my way. I'm working my way out these bills, baby. Bills and money and all that shit is fake. It's a joke. It's a joke, because literally, if I don't pay back them motherfucking student loans, you know what's going to happen? They're going to write that shit off. They're going to recoup their motherfucking money and keep it moving. How fake is that? You gave me a thing that you said you had. I took it. I didn't give it back. You just called up somebody else, and they replaced it. You ain't missing shit. So why are you bothering me? Things that need answers. But anyway, I digress. Coping skills, man. Amongst the other things that we need to teach our kids, coping skills. How do we cope when shit don't go our way? Like, you know, and somebody going to feel me on this. One of the main things, topics of discussion that is associated with children these days is like bullying. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not, that's a very real thing. It's very problematic. And if your kid is out here bullying bullying somebody, I hope another parent bash you and your kid in the motherfucking head. Uh, train up a child <laughs> so that they don't go into them folks' schoolhouse bullying no motherfucking body. But, like, shit, I, like, we were bullied like shit when I was growing up. Something about us was different. Or shit, maybe that's why we got a lot of depression and anxiety now, because we was bullied all our motherfucking lives. And, like, when I sat back, when my soul sit back and wonder how I got old, I was really a fucking bully um, to some people. And people bully me, but, you know, like, you just, hey, everybody, everybody in the school get bullied. (sighs) I mean, because if you was too good, I, I feel like, that's a bullying people. I feel like that's how black folks just been getting down for so long. And I don't know, maybe at the root of that, we shouldn't have been doing that. But that shit be funny. Don't we do that every day on the internet? We stay bullying motherfuckers. I, you know, somebody get a, a new car. Oh, shit, your little car. You know what I'm saying? We Black people, we stay knocking niggas down a notch. But it's with love. It's not with hate or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no negative intention behind it. It's like, and people outside of blackness, you know what I'm saying, or outside of this kind of black, they be confused, you know what I'm saying? Or they might take offense to it. Oh, shit, you got your little business started? Like, that's not me really downing your business. Like, that's just how I talk. Oh, shit, now. Got your little bit. Like my grandma used to say, oh, cut it now. Got your little shop open. (laughs) We always knock motherfuckers down a notch where I'm from. Um, 
and it's it's really not even knocking motherfuckers down. Like, it's just how we naturally just talk shit. I'm I'm a shit talker, man. Like I do that shit all day in my house. Y'all pray for Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone's sick of my shit, but I'm I'm but that's in me. It's only then it's in me. I'm a shit talker, and so it's like why? And shit. Matter of fact, when we talking about bullying, I feel like adults be experiencing that shit all the time in different ways on the job at home. You know, friends, relationships, or whatever. And we be feeling some type of way about it, but really and truly, it's because we took some shit personal that we shouldn't even take personal. Because we shouldn't be taking bullying personal. You know what I'm saying? We should be teaching our kids, like, yo, don't take that shit personal. What is that, the uh, the four agreements? I don't even know what the other three agreements are, my nigga. But what I do know is the one that matters the most is don't take it personal, baby personal baby because i mean why do people do the things that they do when people show up to work with a motherfucking attitude or when you go down to you know the Popeye's trying to get your motherfucking chicken sandwich and they got an attitude <laughs> or they say something wild to you like that shit has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with their life experiences and the things that transpired before you got there in that moment. So it's like these children in school, like why are these kids saying these things? Like what is at the root of them? That shit is personal fam. And that's a number one coping skills that we can actually, I and mean, oh, we working this thing out together. Ain't we? That's the number one coping skill that people can take with them. Big, small, short, tall, fat, wide, slim, skinny, whatever. Don't take that shit personal. Don't take it personal. And if you've been, you know, a faithful listener and you done listened to all 37, 38, 39, how many episodes of Straight Yak that I've dropped, and you'd be like, damn, she ain't put another one up. How I'm going to get through my work day? Baby, don't take it personal. Do not take it personal. Just take note. <laughs> Life is a funny thing, girl. <laughs> Life is a funny thing, girl shit just be happening man and and i'm gonna get back on it and to be honest shout out to the sister who hit me up today and said that she was listening to straight yak at fucking work and was laughing and having a good time and you know whatever her commentary was and she gave me thanks but i'm like nah thank you thank you for motherfucking listening thank you for being a friend travel down the road and back again your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Doom, doom, doom. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you'd see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. Matter of fact, if I've been to any party, bridal shower, graduation, wedding, or anything like that in the last few years, especially in 2019, and I ain't get you right, don't take it personal, baby. D. Ooh, don't take it personal. These be <laughs> these bills. <laughs> you told these bills to beat me. <laughs> coping skills though fam like literally coping skills we need those shits like our children desperately need those shits because if you're equipped with coping skills as a child 
man and then you pair all the other little shit y'all be teaching because y'all be teaching motherfuckers how to read at eight months these days like i don't even know if developmentally uh at least the way these white folks wrote the shit down and the way that we purportedly develop i don't even think motherfuckers supposed to be reading at eight months but y'all be out having kids on the ground <laughs> see dick run and they be seven months old i commend you to all the parents reading singing learning and teaching and engaging with their children constantly um all day man that's that's what's up that's what you're supposed to do and and i and that's like that new age shit because when i was growing up man shh, my mom ain't even asked me about no homework i just already knew what the fuck to do <laughs> You get your ass down to that schoolhouse and do what the fuck them people say, period. And if that was homework or project or any of that shit, I got in there and did that shit. And if I needed some help, a.k.a. some supplies, I needed to let my mama know. And you didn't wait till the last minute. I be seeing people on Facebook and the gram and all that shit. Like, this motherfucker waited till two minutes before the shit was due to tell me they needed these supplies. Not at my house. My mama did not play. My mama wouldn't play no games. Uh, you already know her name. Uh, <laughs> Miss Bessie ain't about them them games. My mama was about that shit. But nah, seriously, if you don't take shit else from this episode, I like I said, I just wanted to sit down and kick it with you, talk shit with you, and go over some things that I've been thinking and really just, you know what I'm saying, telling y'all where I've been, man. <laughs> life is funny it trying to get back up on the good foot and i mean it's, it's like life be good and everything be great and i'll be like yep <laughs> i got the multi-track set up on this shit new macbook boop 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 got all the technology and then one thing happened for example i'm recording right now on this new piece of equipment right and i'm using the micro sd card baby ain't no slots on that damn macbook i don't know when y'all gonna get this episode <laughs> it might be 2020 you listen to me talk about october 19 baby listen listen if it ain't one thing it's another and when we talk about one thing it's another at the root of that shit is coping skills we need to teach ourselves reteach ourselves that and most importantly that's the gift that we can give to these children that's coming up behind us, man. So they ain't got to go through them dark times. You know what I'm saying? And then you listen to this, you're going to been through something dark, man. You might didn't admit it or you might have powered through it because time is a fucking privilege. Like motherfuckers be like, self-care, take the day off, bitch. At your job, you might got some leave, but at my job, <laughs> if I don't come in, I'm not going to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and missing one check and one like like you know what i'm saying like 75 dollars from your check could <laughs> have you deep in that eviction like most of us just a check away baby i know I, i'm shit i'm a piece of check away let me tell you <laughs> i signed up for some shit and got myself into some shit think i was finessing some shit and i ain't get my check on time last week Ooh wee my lord my love my lord <laughs> this shit is bittersweet <laughs> but i pulled it up you know what i'm saying because i because i you, i came from some hustles baby so i be knowing how to make ways and make it do what it do but everybody doesn't have that privilege time is a privilege you know what i'm saying and it's like if we got them coping skills 
we can cope our way right on the word. <laughs> and that's sad that I got to say that, but I mean, it's a whole nother episode and a whole nother topic to drop into this late ass capitalistic system that we all living underneath and how, you know what I'm saying? All of this shit on the internet sound real good. Black Twitter, take the day off, mental health, baby, that's a privilege. You know how many people out here ain't got the privilege to take a day off? Can't afford to not leave work. Can't afford health, you know, mental health care. That copay. That's you know what? Somebody help me, cause we need to fight. This need to be a federal rule. These motherfucking jobs be like, oh, you get, well if you got a good job, cause shit. A lot of these, a lot of these jobs don't give a fuck. But if you got a good government job or something like that, you know what I'm saying? They be like, well, if you take more than two days off, we need a doctor's note. Well, first of all, bitch, I already diagnosed myself. And I already went down to the store or I done went to the juice spot or I done dug up the herbs that I need and I'm going to heal myself. I just need three or four motherfucking days to get back on my goddamn feet. Put in my leave and leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? But these motherfuckers be asking for a doctor's note. I might have dug up me some weeds to fix myself, but that don't mean I got that copay. So now I'm in trouble because I couldn't afford the fucking copay. Like, you don't know how my life set up to require me to go to the doctor to get you a motherfucking note? What kind of shit is that? Anyway, what time is it? Oh, Lord, I got to be down to the workhouse in 30 minutes. Ain't got on the first piece. Of... Need a... Anyway, y'all, I, 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 I missed you. And if you missed me... <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you for listening, for you waiting. The yak is back. Tell a friend if you got any questions, comments, or concerns, 202-888-4925. That's the number. It's Black Loud Proud. If you know what I'm saying, if you got some shit you want to say, you want to kick it, hit like hit, hit my line for real. Uh, the website is down. <laughs> and ask me why. <laughs> I've had fun. I love this new equipment. More shit to come. More conversations to have. And um, you got anything you want to talk to me about? You want to jump on this bitch about? Again, 202-888-4925. I love y'all. Stay blessed. Remember, princess cares if don't nobody else care. Peace.